0: Welcome back to the Bad Movie Club.
1: With Kyle and Allison who both hate the Academy.
0: We rate the worst movies in the world and hate on the Academy. It's time to reclaim the America we once knew, which was full of bad movies.
1: (laughs) Were you a thespian?
0: Um, I dabbled in thespianism um, in high school. (laughs) How about you? Were you a thespian? No. No. Oh. So today we are going to review the classic Christmas Twister, which I had never heard of actually before this.
1: I hadn't either. Somebody on Twitter told me to watch it when I was like, what What are some really bad movies? The at of this person is TykusG, T-Y-K-U-S-G, um, and they said that their family watches it almost every year. Wow.
0: Okay. So... If they watch it almost every year around Christmas time, that means it must be a pretty good movie, right?
1: Yeah, that would lead me to believe it's a Christmas classic. <laughs> it came out in twenty twelve. I think the original title is F six twi. Or wait, what was it? Mm-hmm. F six colon twister, because that's what it says at the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it is as the title would suggest, all about. Twisters I don't know how many of our listeners know that much about twisters in general so I actually have like a quick fact sheet six twister facts to get you in the mood for Christmas Christmas Twister. twister fact number one twisters and tornadoes are the same dang thing
1: did people not know that
0: as I was watching this, I was like, wait, is there a difference between a twister and a tornado? Because they only say twister.
1: Oh, they this. don't say tornado? I,
0: I don't think they ever say tornado in the movie. Maybe they do. But I, I, I wondered, so I Googled it. No, they're the same thing. It's like a colloquialism. Mm. Anyway. um, Fact number two. Tornadoes form when a warm front and a cold front meet and mingle. And that's why... Tornado season is most often when, like, the weather's changing, which is usually, like, spring. March. Sometimes fall. But mm. a lot of times, yeah, most of the time it's in the spring. Fact number three. Most funnel clouds le- last less than 10 minutes.
1: Is that, like, the traditional twister image? Is that what a funnel cloud is? Yes.
0: Uh-huh. Totally. So it's, like, this twister in this movie that lasts, like, you know, especially the one at the mall that's, like, an hour. Um Very unlikely. Fact number four. Here's how storms go. This is actually just from, like, my personal experience. (laughs)
1: Fact. Fact.
0: Fact. (laughs) Thunderstorm. starts with a thunderstorm. Then you have a wall cloud, usually, that comes in. It's just, like, a big, scary, dark cloud that you can, like, pick out and be like, oh, my gosh.
1: It's like the one on James and the Giant Peach with the rhino.
0: Yes. That's exactly what it is. And then usually there's hail and lightning. And then the sky turns green, and then the hail stops, and then you hear the sound of like a train thundering by, and then that's when the tornado's there.
1: Have you been around a tornado? Yes. It Was it in the Midwest?
0: It was in the Midwest. I was in Arkansas, and I watched all of this happen. Well, okay, actually, I I, I was near two tornadoes. The first one was in Arkansas. The second one was in Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Missouri. The Joplin tornado, if anybody knows about the Joplin tornado in 2011, I think it was. Terrifying stuff. I was like 20 minutes away. And so like I saw all of the signs except for the train sound and the actual tornado because I was 20 minutes away. So I didn't see it.
1: Do you know what it was on the scale of F1 to F? Because at the beginning of this movie, they established that there's a scale... It's F1 is, like, a pretty mild little guy, and then F5 is a huge twister. That's why it's crazy that this one is F6.
0: So the Joplin tornado was an F5 that went through, like, downtown Joplin, Missouri, Missouri, and just, like, wiped it out. It was insane.
1: I've never heard of that.
0: 158 fatalities. Insane. Fact number five. The safest places to hide during a tornado are basements ground floor bathtubs, and under staircases.
1: A bathtub because it's, like, connected to the ground?
0: I think so, and because if something were to fall on you, like, the sides of the bathtub will, like, keep you from being crushed. It's, like, reinforced that way, I guess. Fact number six, the last fact. Each place does their tornado sirens a little differently. So, like, where I was in Arkansas, you would hear a pulsing siren first for, like, three minutes, and that meant, like... Be ye warned, there's a tornado on the loose.
1: Hear ye, probably. hear ye.
0: Uh-huh. And then if there was an actual tornado, like if it was like bearing down upon you, then it would just like wail steadily. It would just like turn on and like it. there was no pulsating. It was just like...
1: Watch out, we don't have as much time.
0: Like hide your kids, hide your wife, hide <laughs> yourself. <laughs> there's a tornado in here. So yeah, those are some tornado facts to just like set the scene. And kind of like set the record straight because this movie gets so many things wrong about tornadoes.
1: It's true. But uh, okay, so when you Google the movie, the Google summary is a meteorologist discovers a massive storm system is about to strike Texas, causing devastation across the state. He fails to convince the authorities of his theory and even his wife refuses to accept his warnings, leaving him struggling to get her and their children out of harm's way.
0: That's a pretty good summation. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what happens. Um,
1: and they're not embarrassed to have that be the plot.
0: <laughs> no. They own it, even. Hats off. Hats off. Hats off to them.
1: It like, starts off in Dublin, Texas.
0: Yeah. Fade in. We're in Texas. Harrowing stuff.
1: At a really uh, old-looking gas station.
0: It actually starts off with, like, tons of action. Like, I was... Pleasantly surprised.
1: The first five minutes really blow my mind.
0: There's like a little family of three that stop at a rural gas station slash diner. They're, you know, making small talk as families of three do about like how they're tired and they just want some like, you know, homemade apple pie before bed.
1: Yeah, it's very wholesome Mm -hmm. Americana stuff.
0: So the mom and daughter go into the diner. The dad's pumping the gas and then a twister comes upon them.
1: I just want to point out that the daughter has a pinwheel.
0: Oh, she does. And it's. But she's, like, old.
1: Yeah, it's weird for her to just be holding a pinwheel, but I guess maybe it's to put emphasis on the wind speed.
0: Gotta be, because how else do you show that? So everybody in the diner and the family run to a shed behind the gas station as the twister comes, and the gas station blows up. Lots of fire.
1: And the cars all around blow up. Oh, yeah.
0: They do. They, like, get swept away and blow up. And then the dad is like, I'm going to go make sure everything's okay.
1: He goes and then they all get in the shed. Everything's crazy. It's action-packed in the first five minutes. Mm -hmm. Then the F6 colon Twister title card comes up. And like we said, the F6 is really extreme. They described it as, like, a nuclear bomb going off. Yeah. Which, I mean, spoiler, at the end of this movie, some people are alive, so I don't think it's that bad. (laughs) Not to, like, belittle tornadoes, but...
0: Yeah. I do wish at the end of the movie that they had said, like... And, by the way, this was, like, the body count. Like, this is how many people would have died in this tornado. But they didn't. They just glossed over that.
1: We cut to the main guy. He wakes up at, like, 3 in the morning. Somebody calls him because there's a huge tornado. And he's like, um... What is his job? He's a professor?
0: He's a professor at a local, like, college. But he's also a meteorologist. Just not... Like, you know, he's not like a TV meteorologist. He's like the serious behind the scenes,
1: <laughs> a real scientist, if you will. His wife wakes up with him, and it's their anniversary, and he's like, "You want to grill up some steaks and have wine later at three in the morning?" I could grill some steaks and you buy us a bottle of wine. And she's not into it, and they get in like some kind of tussle about how she might be having an affair with the her coworker. <laughs>
0: And honestly, understandably, she wasn't into that idea. If somebody woke me up at 3 a.m. and was like, hey, steaks later, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Go to sleep. Get yeah. out of here. And so her, I feel like her reaction was sort of justified there.
1: Yeah, I would be really annoyed in any direction. <laughs> but she had to get up, too, because she's a we- or a newswoman. And so apparently she needed to go report the news. Totally. She did not seem into her husband at all.
0: No. No, they're definitely having marital problems. And the dad is definitely struggling to balance like uh, being his kids like friend and discipline. Like he's having trouble with that. It's pretty well established before he leaves the house.
1: Yeah. And there's like no sense of urgency for him with this twister. They woke him up at three in the morning, but he's like, I'm going to go look at my kids and talk with them before I go. <laughs>
0: yeah. Totally. Mom gets to her station and we find out that she's been offered a job in New York City, which is a long way from Texas.
1: Yeah. With her coworker that she was earlier kind of it was kind of suggested that they were having a thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't pretend to know how like news contracts work. But I'm like, is that normal for them? Like some station in New York City to be like, we're going to bring two Country bumpkins from Texas to New York together, and they're going to anchor together, and New Yorkers are going to eat it up.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I've never heard of people being like headhunted together. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's a thing, and I'm just.
0: It could be. If any of you out there have like insider knowledge about uh, what a newsroom is like, and no, please leave us a voice message. You can find the URL on this podcast description
1: that would be very nice of you but um so that's another layer added to this a layer of drama because apparently the news station that wants to scout them needs an answer that day so her co-worker is like confronting her mm-hmm. when there's a tornado on the loose
0: he's being like pretty pushy about it
1: also ethan goes into work he's like a professor there's a young girl and a young boy that work for him the boy goes how's christmas like tornado season I don't know. How is Christmas like tornado season? Well, you get a tree in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one.
0: It was a knee slapper.
1: Yeah, it was really good.
0: There's like the male intern and the female intern. And I don't know their names.
1: Just two jolly white people.
0: Totally. But the one of the interns discovers that climate change is making the storms more powerful than they usually would be. Direct quote, thanks to years of abuse, the environment has finally reached its breaking point.
1: In this movie, they pretend that, like, global warming is only the main guy thinks it's real.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like, nobody else. And I was wondering, like, is this how it was in 2012? Like, in in 2012, was it only, like, kooks that believed in global warming? I don't think that's true.
1: Well, he, apparently, they allude to him, like, getting something wrong with the weather in... Chicago, or somewhere, yeah, there's a potential for a major outbreak. You mean like before? Do you really want to repeat of what happened? Isn't it better to be safe than sorry? Even I can't get sucked into another one of these wild goose chases. And I was like, Are they gonna expound on that later? But apparently, all I needed to know is he got it wrong, and so everyone was like, Okay, yeah, right, you're over exaggerating the tornadoes that are coming. Yeah,
0: all we all we know about that incident is in Chicago, he predicted a tornado, a tornado didn't happen, they evacuated an entire town, and I'm like, the town of Chicago? It had to have been a town outside of Chicago. And they will not let this guy live it down. For one mistake.
1: If they don't trust him so much, why is he a freaking professor that got called in at 3 in the morning?
0: Oh, you make such a good point there.
1: Shots fired. We're
0: allowing this man who we don't trust to teach our children meteorology? What's next?
1: He does have abs, though, so they're probably like, okay, he's in.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: Everyone in this movie is chiseled. We have to give him that.
0: <laughs> they did a good job of casting. They call up the station meteorologist, who is Ethan's wife's co-worker who's pressuring her to move, and they're like, hey, climate change is making these storms so much worse. There's more tornadoes coming. That wasn't a one-off thing. You should warn the public. And the station meteorologist is like, absolutely not. You're crazy. I am not going to listen to you because of Chicago.
1: Your husband did something wrong back there.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And I don't believe him, even though he's out there doing research actively. Yes. And it's just his job.
0: Right. So the station meteorologist says, these temperature rises are nothing to be alarmed about. They're all just a part of the natural cycle. In fact, some of the hottest days ever recorded were in the earliest part of the 20th century. Who wrote that?
1: And what is the point of it?
0: I don't know. To muddy the waters? I don't know.
1: They established that the first twister was an F2. Yeah. And they used Chloe, that's the girl intern, to oh. be like a person to explain stuff to. Because I remember making a note. I was like, why doesn't Chloe know the F1 F5 scale? She's supposed to be working there. That mm-hmm. seems like pretty fundamental. Mm-hmm. So they had to have Chloe be dumb to be like an explainer for the audience.
0: Totally. Ethan calls Addison, Ad- Addison is Ethan's wife, while they're live on air and tries to convince her again to, um, to like, stop the newscast and warn everybody about the tornadoes, and Addison is just like, S- stop, leave me alone, I'm mad at you, for inexplicable reasons. She doesn't have to have a reason to be mad at him, but, like, she's mad at him.
1: I mean, maybe she's just mad because they had to get up at 3 in the morning. Ugh. But she's certainly not being a lovey-dovey wife.
0: Very true. And he wouldn't shut up about steaks at 3 a.m. So.
1: And I love how, like, Home Depot that was of him. He's like, let's grill up some steaks (laughs) later for our anniversary. (laughs) It's supposed to be taking place on December 23rd. So the implication is they got married two days before Christmas. That's unforgivable.
0: Whoa. I didn't think about that. Can you imagine like getting an invite and everybody's like, hey, you have to fly across the country for this wedding. Hope you can make it. By the way, it's two days before Christmas.
1: I wouldn't go. That would be annoying.
0: That's horrible. Wow. What a toxic couple from the
1: beginning. (laughs) (laughs) We are rooting against them. Actively. Something I noticed is Logan is the coworker we're talking about. Oh, yeah. That's the meteorologist. Did you see that on his desk he has a framed picture of himself next to his computer?
0: 100%. I, I zeroed in on that.
1: I love that they're like, we're going to make it real clear he's a narcissist. <laughs> and you want to root for the husband and not this guy. Yeah,
0: because he's got a framed photo of himself. And it was not a good headshot.
1: No. No, it was bad. But, I mean, good for him for having healthy self-esteem.
0: True. During this time, Ethan and Addison's kids head out to school, and they discuss their parents' marital problems as they're getting ready to head out. They also complain that because they're having, Texas is having a heat wave, that it doesn't feel like Christmas, which I identified with.
1: I just want to say also, they have a dog, and its name is Ashley spelled A-S-H-L-E-E, like Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Um, It's
0: one of those, like, white crusty dogs, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The ones that always look perpetually crusty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Also at this time, a guy is driving his truck in the middle of seemingly the middle of nowhere. It's like a dirt road. And the clouds are looking intense, even though the sun is shining incredibly brightly. And you can tell because there's, like, really harsh shadows everywhere. Anyway, his truck breaks down on this dirt road. He gets out. And he says to his truck, come on, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> Which made me very uncomfortable because I don't know a single person who talks about their truck in that way.
1: Have you seen the um, My Strange Addiction where the guy's in love with his car? No. And he names it Chase?
0: My name is Nathaniel. I'm 27 years old. And I'm in a serious relationship with my car.
1: What? It's a, he's, it's a guy, too. Like, his car is a guy. His car is so a guy. It's also a gay... So it's
0: like the new gay rat wedding. is like. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it came before the gay rat wedding.
0: Wow. So it was the OG. Anyway, a tornado comes out of nowhere, swallows the guy up. It was terrifying. So, so there's tornadoes running amok. Ethan's right. We know that now. Like, there's no more question that there are, like, just tons of tornadoes everywhere in random places. But nobody's listening to Ethan.
1: That's like the central conflict of this. I mean, as, as noted in the Google summary, it's basically just him being like, come on, let's get away from the tornadoes, guys. And then them being like, no,
0: <laughs> we won't do that. They're thing. all
1: Australian for that moment. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's that's pretty much the thing. And the daughter goes to the mall to see a guy named Ryan or Brian with a B
0: skipping school. Yes. Playing hooky, not telling her parents. Kids don't do that. That's bad for this very reason of what happens to her.
1: She pays.
0: She pays a price.
1: So they're just at the mall for a little while. The, the daughter looks like she's getting ready for a pageant because her hair is like curled <laughs> and she has like a little bow in it.
0: I think it's Texas.
1: It's a John Bonnet pageant look for just a day at the mall. But so she's looking to see a guy named Brian. He shows up at the mall, but the door is locked. Is that typical procedure to lock the door for a tornado?
0: I doubt it. I highly doubt it. What good would that do?
1: I Obviously not a lot because Brian couldn't get in the mall and was t- torn away by the tornado.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was actually the most shocking moment of the whole movie was when Brian shows up just a fraction of a moment too late gets sucked into the tornado perishes no! 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 A lot of these tornadoes like seem to chase people like they have minds of their own and they're like oh look there's an unsuspecting person i'm going to chase them down That's how the tornado at the mall felt. It was like looking in windows. (laughs) It was like going around to windows.
1: That twister was (laughs) up to some hilarious (laughs) hijinks. (laughs) It's
0: like a Scooby-Doo villain. Yes,
1: exactly. (laughs) It's
0: like chasing them through doorways in a hallway, and the tornado is just following.
1: It was cool when it was. It sucked up a train.
0: Yes, that was. Another one of the middle-of-nowhere tornadoes, right? Oh, yeah, because there's some storm chasers out in the middle of nowhere that were looking for a tornado. Find one, and the tornado starts chasing them, and then they get away from it, and then it turns, and it sucks up the Polar Express because it's almost Christmas, (laughs) and everyone on it perishes.
1: There's not a lot of emphasis on Christmas in this uh, other than it's two days before Christmas. Like, nobody learns anything Nobody falls in love based on loving uh, mutual love of Christmas.
0: But around this time, also, Ethan, the dad, is like, I need to go gather my children and save my family. So he takes his CB radio, and he's in his truck, and he's communicating with his interns via CB radio. So he's hearing about all these tornadoes that are forming, and he picks up his son. His son tells him, my sister is at the mall, not at school. So he goes to get her... But that is when the tornado strikes them all.
1: Yes, and they're all in the basement, but she goes up...
0: To see if it's okay, see if the tornado's gone.
1: There's a girl, like, under a sign who can't move, but it's another... It's like a situation where, like, they could move. They just tried to make it look like there was an accident, but obviously she was just laying there, and the the prop people or whoever... Just, like, put stuff around her. Yeah,
0: and it, the stuff did look pretty flimsy. And to add to it, there was, like, a sign overhead that was, like, about to fall down and, you kill know, them. kill them. But the sign was, like, made out of, like, paper and balsam wood. It was, like, really, like, <laughs> deadly. really <laughs> yeah, deadly stuff.
1: Yeah, so she saved a girl's life. There's a lot of heartwarming moments like this in this movie. The biggest
0: <clears throat> villains in this movie are all the climate change deniers.
1: Do you think anyone saw this movie and was like, I think climate change is real now, actually. <laughs> thanks to Christmas Twister 2012. I,
0: I could see a world where that happened. Where somebody was like, I don't want to be like these people who were responsible for the deaths of hundreds. So I'm going to believe in climate change now.
1: So he collects the little boy, the little boy. <laughs> and then he little goes... Little They go to collect the, do- the daughter from the mall. <laughs> And the little boy has left the truck the dad left him in.
0: Yeah. He says, stay in
1: the truck, so you know the little boy's going to leave the truck. Totally. And he goes and saves a grandpa or something. It's another thing where he's just under a pile of rubbish.
0: The boy is. Yes. Uh, Like, the dad is like, where's my son? And so he runs around the mall, finds the boy underneath a pile of rubbish, and there's an old man next to him who's like, he was trying to help me.
1: Now I have to leave him under this pile of rubbish uh-huh. as payback. I
0: can't. I can't move any of this paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so they get him out. Also, I think it's interesting that the so his granddaughter is the one that sent them in after the grandpa, mm-hmm. and he, the little boy had given her his sweatshirt. And I was like, "Why is she freezing? Isn't it supposed to be a heat wave?" It's
0: a heat wave in Texas. It's like supposed to be seventy degrees.
1: A tornado doesn't like make it cold suddenly does it no it does not okay it so
0: does. again even outside the mall the shadows are so harsh it's so obvious this is southern california the sun is so bright and she's freezing all love all respect to this woman whoever she is she wasn't a good enough actress to like make me believe that she was freezing you know
1: I mean, at least she was like a very minor character, I guess.
0: Sure. But like you put Kate Winslet out there, I would be like, I don't care what the shadows say. I believe her. I believe women.
1: (laughs) Believe women when they say they're cold. (laughs) So then what happens is the daughter and the father, who's, I don't remember the girl's name, but the dad's name is Ethan. Mm -hmm. They go to get the mom and they send the little boy with her friend, the daughter's friend, back to the grandma's and it's like oh. does the friend not have any family to care about
0: that is such a good point point. and also with all these tornado outbreaks like there's shelters the mall had a shelter there's like places to go why are you like crisscrossing the town like well you know we know there's gonna be more tornadoes but let's split up as a family and go to some random grandmother's house the logic just isn't there whoever wrote this
1: It seems like it would make the most sense for them to all just hide in their respective locations and then find each other after. But Ethan is too much of a guy's guy who grills steaks to let that happen. And has abs. Totally.
0: At this point, the evil meteorologist and his camera guy, they decided to go live on the roof of the local power plant to talk about... I don't even know what the point was.
1: Just to show the twister, but they were like... We're going to get a Pulitzer Prize for this. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I won't try to pretend I understand. Sure.
0: But the interns back at the college, they let Ethan know, hey, on our models, we're seeing an F6 tornado is forming and it's headed straight downtown, which is where the power plant is. So the evil meteorologist and his camera guy... um, are doing a live broadcast and the people at the station are just like eating it up they're like this is so good look at this footage but then the tornado turns and starts coming towards them because again it has the mind of its own it hurls a shipping container at the power plant and they die
1: this movie is not afraid to kill off people and i mean i don't think he's a main player but still
0: but that was like he was kind of the main villain
1: i feel like the tornadoes are actually the villain (gasps)
0: Wow. Okay. Sure. Just
1: hot take alert. (laughs) Because, I mean, they're killing people. That's not great.
0: Yeah, but couldn't you argue that Logan was killing people by refusing the reality of climate change?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he wouldn't report that there was a big old tornado coming. Oh, my. You're right. He really drug his feet. You're right. I'm wrong. (laughs) And I'm not too big to admit it.
0: (laughs) Well, so after... The cameraman, I will also say, kept the perfect angle till the very end, and good for him. He was a dedicated public servant. But after that happens, the station manager has a complete breakdown.
1: She was crying. She's like, I sent him up there. She was very (laughs) Southern. I sent him out there. She didn't have that
0: accent. I feel so bad.
1: Oh, yeah, and to the wife, she's like, do you think he could have survived yeah. being hit with a shipping container <laughs> in a storm? And
0: Addison's like, no. Definitely not.
1: <laughs> she would not even entertain that for a second. <laughs> this pregnant lady who works there went to the basement to get a something for her. Was it like a radio? I think it was
0: a CB radio so she could communicate.
1: Did you notice that down there looked like the coal room in the Titanic, like where they shovel coal for the engine? Like it reminded me of that. It was very dramatic down there. It
0: was. I was like, this is the freakiest basement in just like a like probably like a 70s like office building. What in the world is happening? There's like smoke everywhere, like lots of chain link fence.
1: So she goes down there to find the pregnant woman. The pregnant woman is also laying there with rubbish around her going, I can't move.
0: Her legs, her legs were pinned.
1: Apparently. Yeah. But then the mom, who's a very petite lady, can pick it up. Oh, her name's Addison. I should call her by her name. Yes,
0: Addison is her name.
1: She picks it up and lets the pregnant one out, and then they're, like, wandering around the basement inhaling smoke. Then they lay down perfectly. And the husband comes down and finds them and yeah. saves the day. And so that's, like, the climax of the movie. I remember watching that, and then when they get outside, I was like, oh, that!" I watched the climax, and this is it done.
0: Yeah, like, you don't see the tornado, like, the tornado doesn't, you don't see it hit the building, but apparently it does because the basement's on fire. But, like, you never, like, n- I didn't know when that happened. Ethan finds Addison and the pregnant co-worker passed out. Addison wakes up pretty quickly, but... Joanna, the pregnant co worker, needs CPR. And after a moment of that, she's okay. Ethan and Addison immediately patch things up at this point.
1: They do a weird amount of making out.
0: Yeah, they do. <laughs> they make out in that moment. And then it cut to the interns back at the college. They start making out.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Inexplicably. Had no idea that they had a thing for each other. But I guess when you go through something like that, you know, like. Predicting all these tornadoes on a computer, it like does something to you and you like bond.
1: I feel like a classic way to save your marriage is through a twister.
0: That's true. I've always said that. The film ends with the family having a Christmas pool party at their house.
1: It's a very fancy house with a very fancy pool with a slide.
0: A slide into the pool.
1: And the dad is finally grilling the steaks. Yep.
0: They're all in their swimsuits.
1: And they're ripped as hell. The mom, the dad, the daughter. I guess the kid isn't because he's just a little boy, but right. he has time.
0: He'll get there. But the parents are also making out a lot still at this pool party. And I'm like, oh, cut it out.
1: I don't care if you're going to die. You don't need to make out in front of your kids. No. Go inside.
0: Go, Yeah, absolutely. Go inside to do that stuff. But the camera pans out and shows that their house was severely damaged in the tornado. But they don't care because it's Christmas and they have family. And a pool. And a pool with a slide going into it.
1: And also their dog, Ashley, who they couldn't find earlier, just runs into the back inexplicably. (laughs) Ashley with two E's. (coughs) Ashley?
0: That was actually the most heartwarming part. I was like, as long as Ashley is okay.
1: That is the best part and then another good part is when Brian is pulled by the twister from outside the mall. I like that. (laughs) Just because they were like setting you up for a teen love affair and then they're like, actually he's dying. (laughs) You know?
0: Actually, he's perished.
1: We're not afraid to kill him.
0: That is true. And I actually, I respect the heck out of a movie that like isn't afraid to just like kill people off.
1: I was thinking they were going to kill the pregnant woman.
0: I thought so too.
1: The girl who is the intern, um, she is Leah Thompson's daughter. I looked him up.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. So she has a legacy because her mom was in Howard the Duck, one of the worst movies also.
0: Really? Like worst movie meaning like a zero or like a negative?
1: I think it's in the negatives. It has a duck alien with boobs.
0: Okay, (laughs) I'm trying to wrap my head around that. A duck alien with boobs.
1: Also, Leah Thompson has adult relations with Howard the Duck, and he's (gasps) shaped like a duck.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Wait, I'm just looking up pictures here. I had no idea that this existed. Leah Thompson, what was she in?
1: The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, yeah. Back Back to to the the future. Future. Okay, yeah. Let's rate this movie out of negative 10 to regular 10.
0: Okay. I would probably rate Christmas Twister as like a negative 7.
1: I, I, I was going to say negative 6 because sometimes it just doesn't go far enough and it's <sighs> stupidity.
0: Yeah. I was picturing like how fun it would be to watch this like annually with friends who are also into it. I think it could get to a negative 7 with that. Situation.
1: It's true. I did watch it alone, and sometimes yeah. when you're alone, you don't have people to bounce off of. Totally. And it's so lonely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think I think that that feels right.
1: Also, something I want to uh, like a, a note is the main lady at who plays Addison. She's married to Trace Adkins now. The the country, country guy. music star. Yeah.
0: Who. Didn't he win The Apprentice? Oh, did he? Here's the thing. I stopped watching The Apprentice before it was cool to not watch The Apprentice because I was so sick of the judging. Like, the judging just made zero sense. He won. He won the sixth season of The Celebrity Apprentice.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's why she married him.
0: Obviously. Yeah. He knows how to close a deal.
1: Yeah, that's all we wanted to leave you with. Oh, yeah. Unless you have more stuff to say.
0: Nope. I have nothing else to say about Christmas Twister.
1: Okay. So thank you for listening. Follow at Suge Knight on Twitter and at Kyle Treasures. Yeah. That's so nice that you just got your full name.
0: Yeah, I know. I feel lucky. Very blessed and highly favored. We So next time we will be reviewing...
1: Mommy Dearest with special guest TikTok hunk, Justin Davies.
0: Which I'm very excited for. Um, we'll see you then.
1: Yeah, we will. All
0: right. Outro music. Bam bam bam